0: William Eklund joins today's show Where we talk about his shoulder injury The first season in AHL And his thoughts on Quentin Musty and Will Smith At Dev Camp So all that and more On today's episode of Locked on Sharks Your Locked on Sharks Your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks Part of the Locked on Podcast Network Your team every day Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now and Inside the Rink. I don't want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen, probably a part of the Locked On Network. We cover your team every day and even though it's the offseason, you're getting four episodes this week. Um, so if you want to be in every day, all you got to do is just follow on wherever you get podcasts or you can subscribe on YouTube as well and William Eklund joins uh, the show today where we're going to talk about of course his shoulder how he's doing how he's feeling um how rehab has gone um we talk about his first season in the AHL and you know kind of what he learned from there and you know kind of some of the, the stuff that he you know took away from it and comparing it also to his season in the SHL um you know some of the things he learned and then we'll talk a little bit kind of de- dev camp and um you know kind of some fun stuff like that so um, and about some of the other swedish players. So, um yeah, so let's without further ado, let's get into it with uh William. And now making his third I can't believe third time, uh William Eklund coming on to talk about um everything that was from last season uh but of course we have to ask well first how are you doing buddy?
1: <laughs> I'm doing all good, you know. It's been a it's been a busy summer for me, you know, a lot of rehab and all getting back out there on the ice and stuff. So um, I'm doing all good. How are you doing? Uh,
0: doing all right. Uh, very, very enjoying the, the free time now before the, the season starts again. But uh, I know we have to ask the big question that's on top of every Sharks fan's mind. Um, did... Will Smith hook you up with some Chipotle? I, I know you know. I know you're a, a little bit jealous, right? That he uh, he got that nice Chipotle deal, and so
1: not not yet, but uh, you know, I will I'll be on him on that. So uh, you know, it's yeah, it's it's a uh, Chipotle is my favorite meal out there. So yeah, I'll probably talk with him about that.
0: So no, but I mean, the real question is, of course, uh, how is the shoulder? Right? Uh, you know, I mean, you, you had shoulder surgery. Um, you, you mentioned you're rehabbing. How how's it feeling right now?
1: I'm all good right now. To be honest, it's it's gone way faster than I thought it would uh, mm-hmm. get back. So I'm back on the ice. Uh, I've been on the ice a lot now in the uh, last couple of weeks here. Uh, so, you no, know, uh, I'll be ready for camp and be ready to go.
0: Um. With I know you you there was talk of maybe trying to rehab it and stuff, but then you guys went with the the surgery option. Was that to be like, let's just repair it, get it over with, and then you you want to try to get it back to so you don't have this problem ever again, hopefully?
1: Yeah, that was that was the case. You know, I I had it a whole you no know, whole season a little bit. I had the, some couple couple times that I had it. So and you know in that game against. You know, Colorado. When I got it last time, I was like, you know, I need to get this done to, to feel better. So I just, I just couldn't gamble with with my, you know, future career and stuff. And I wanted to, to have a, to have a surgery. And you know, this time it went well. So I'm, I'm thankful for for the work
0: it did. Um, talk us to that play. Was it just kind of a weird play or like a weird angle, or did just you all of a sudden, all, next thing you know, you're kind of skating back to the bench and your shoulder doesn't feel right
1: yeah you know i I feel that feeling before mm-hmm. same feeling. And i feeling it you know it's it wasn't a big hit or something it was you know in the in that sequence i used you know felt to the eyes a little weird and i can just feel it pop out so and you know that was just not a good feeling to have no yeah to to get it done so i just know right
0: there that i need to do something about it all right. So you mentioned you're you're good to go, um, ready ready for. I we've seen you've you know some of the videos that, on your Instagram of you working out. You're kind of protecting the shoulder a little bit as you're working out, but um, you're you feel like you're you're pretty close to being uh, ready to go or 100 right now.
1: Yeah, you know I'd probably go 100 right now. Uh, you know I'm not doing any physical contact and stuff like that yet, but mm-hmm. it's, it's closer and closer. I think that's the thing for. The kids for camp so uh you know i'm getting there i'm getting stronger i'm getting healthier so it's it's feels all good for me
0: how are you kind of nervous or anxious to get that first hit in at least to kind of test it and be like okay i'm good to go because i know like that's a big thing kind of a mental hurdle for a lot of athletes especially when you hurt yourself is like that first bit of contact and when you pop back up or you know kind of skate back to the bench and making sure everything is kind of good to go
1: yeah, i I understand we you you know you said like you're gonna, you know, you're gonna be a little bit in the first sequence. You're gonna f- just feel out a little bit, feel how it feels, and you know, right now I feel like it's it's really good and really stable. So, you know, it's it's gonna be some take some hits to get used to it, and mm. but after that, I'll I'll be all good.
0: So and you mentioned you kind of were playing with a bad shoulder all season. I think right you you maybe tweaked it in the beginning of you know kind of middle of October and you kind of played through it for the most of the season. So I mean you saw a really productive productive season in the AHL so does that kind of make you think like wow if I'm fully healthy like how much better can this be?
1: Yeah, you know, I had some you know I I think I had a problem with the shoulder whole season and I you know uh I tried just to play through it cuz I want really want to play and mm-hmm. I really wanted to get that call up, so I'm just, you know, uh, of course, like now when I feel like I have a bad, good shoulder and can, don't be afraid sometimes when you go into the to the corners that it's gonna pop out. I think that's yep. gonna be big for me to get my, you know, my confidence even better in the in those those type of battles. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to next season.
0: All right. Speaking about next season, of course, they just announced the rookie tournament. Are you gonna to try to play in the rookie tournament? Or are you gonna kind of see how it goes? But I think that it's kind of middle of, of September for the rookie tournament. Are you gonna just try to focus on training camp?
1: Well, I don't know yet. Don't
0: know. <laughs> see what Mike, uh what Mike Greer tells you to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Um all right, guys, before we continue with William, and like I said, we're going to talk about kind of some of the other Swedish players. We're going to talk about Eric Carlson and how big of a star he actually is in Sweden. Um, you know, talk about what what uh, Eklund Solid Development Camp. Um, first, though, we got to take a quick break and talk to you guys about our good friends over at FanDuel. And if you... Want to take your first swing on uh, ML, betting on MLB on Fanduel? Uh, now is the time because you get ten times your first bet amount and bonus bets up to two hundred bucks. That's right, bet twenty dollars and you'll land two hundred dollars in bonus bets, win or lose. That's two hundred you can spend on betting everything from the money line to the over/under. Who thinks in that first home run? Um, again a tiny hitting home run just keep betting that you're probably going to do pretty well so you can do it all on app that's safe secure and super easy to use plus when you win you get paid instantly uh there's no better place to bet on mlb than fanduel america's number one sports book so sign up today visit fanduel.com locked on to get up to 200 dollars in bonus bets that's fanduel.com locked on fanduel official partner of major league baseball so last year, you know, of course, like I said, you played with the the Barracuda for the entire season. What was the biggest thing you learned during that season?
1: Yeah, you know, the biggest thing for me, you know, I talked about it here. I think the 40 season, I wanted to come back. I wanted to produce more. I wanted to be a player that you can count on in different types of, of the game. And I think I, I learned a lot of that this year, too. I think I you know, I wanted to be a leader and in the, even if it was an angel, HL or NHL, I wanted to be a leader. So I think that's one thing that I learned this year to how to, you know, how to be a leader on
0: and off the ice and trying to, you know, get better every day. Um, You mentioned kind of being a leader and, you know, you played with Andrew Agazzino was a lot, who was the captain and, you know, he's, he's no longer with the Barracuda, but what do you, did you learn from him? A guy who's, you know, kind of been with a bunch of uh, AHL teams has been a captain and alternate captain on a lot of teams. Did you learn a lot from him particularly?
1: Yeah, I, I would say so. You know, he's, he's a really good guy, a guy that I know a lot of young guys looking up to. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, that's a guy who's, who's staying, telling you to, you know, keep it easy. You just have, have faith. You're going to get, you know, and, and, you know, you're, you're trying to follow his, his lead a little bit and, he was also good at you know
0: trusting us young guys to to make our plays so he was he was really good to our guys um what would you say was the, the big difference between making the jump from playing in the SHL where you played a couple seasons and then playing in the AHL last year what was the big difference between for you
1: i think it was a lot of more you know the, the ice is way smaller and you know uh, i think it's also a uh, big difference in the physicality and how, how, how they play out there. And I think that's, that benefited my game a little bit, I think I would say, mm-hmm. and to be around the, to be close to the net. And, you know, when you, when you have a chance to get a guy in the corner, you can go right to the net in, in on the bigger ice, is harder. Cause it's, you know, you, it's a guy right on you after that. So I think it was a big difference there, but also I think that I adapted to pretty quick and I tried to do that.
0: Yeah, you can. You know, I'd say right around beginnings uh, of thanks, you know, beginning of November. You know, after the first couple, you know, weeks, you can really see your game kind of, of come together. And a, you know, I think being more aggressive, I would say, is probably the best way to, to put it with your game. Um, what do you think? Kind of made it click is it just getting some reps on that smaller ice and getting used to your to to the new teammates.
1: Yeah, I think so. I would think every time you step into a new league, it's going to be a you know not everybody's Conor mcdavid who's gonna step in there <laughs> every time you step into a new league it's going to be adapting time and mm-hmm. i was just trying to make that adapting time as quick as possible i know a lot of the young guys try to do that too so that's that was the thing with our team i think was you know, you know some guys just went better and better throughout the year and you see it gushing too he was you know producing better and better and you know I see a lot of those guys who just were just adapting in the beginning, and then when he got into it, I think we had a lot of guys who who played way, way better.
0: Um, I know with Mike Greer, he's been very trying to be very patient with with guys, especially like you and like Bordalo, and um, you know, trying to let you guys. I think his his term was overripe. Um, in the AHLs, so that way when you come up and play in the NHL, you're ready to go. Um, what did you know? And I know you didn't you didn't get your call up until after the trade deadline, but um, what was it like kind of getting called up again and going through that feeling of, of like, hey, I, I made it again, all this hard work through the season, you know, getting to play in the NHL again?
1: You know, it's it's an amazing feeling, actually. Every, you know, because uh, this year I think I really, really deserted. And that was even more because I really grind through through the those HL games. And I, they called me up in a very good time when I think I, you know, Play my best, I think, and mm-hmm. that's that's a good feeling when you feel like you deserve something and you you call up. So it's just a relief and happiness.
0: Um, walk us through the first goal, right? Um, first of all, I'm sure it must have felt like a huge weight finally coming off because you know you yeah. you played the 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 nine games you in the previous season. You know you went through the entire AHL season and you scored pretty well in the AHL, and then you know finally getting that first goal. Uh, walk us through that feeling. And then, the, of course, the Spinnerama, the Celebration, everything part of it, the very William Eklund-esque goal right there. Uh, walk us through it. Yeah, as you said, you know, it
1: was a real a relief for me. Um, mm-hmm. had a lot of chances those ace games I was up. And I think I, you know, could have scored even more. Uh, so that, you know, I just say saw Tommy work it in the corner and get it up to pulley He he was trying to get it from, from me. I, I tried to Get for and back end so I can, you know, trick the gold a little bit. And you know, this time I did it. So and I just happened to slide on my knees and do a spinorama a while
0: it's so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. Um, I know you're you had your mom was intended, uh, you had family. What was that like just knowing that uh they were there for that, that moment?
1: Yeah, it was emotional, of course. You know, it was uh you see my mom uh who's been there all my life too and having her there of course it's 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 emotionally special and uh for her to be there was was pretty cool did she get the puck who has the puck yeah
0: the puck is home and it's on the you say on the on the wall on the mantle there yep so yeah i'm sure mom was like i'll take this for me (laughs) i earned this one um (laughs) And then the next team you had the, the penalty, the, the penalty shot goal. um, And then the celebration again, like with that, is it just, like, did you kind of have a plan when you're going into a penalty shot or is it just like, let me kind of try something out or what? And then like go through that goal.
1: Yeah. I had a t- couple of tries in the HL, I think, and mm-hmm. I didn't succeed on and I knew some penalty shots that I like to do. So I just, you know, I had a feeling I wanted to do it again and, uh, this time it worked out and the celebration just came came after it. it was not a real plan but i was just pumped up to score so it's it was just fun
0: yeah i mean that was a that was a very good uh uh is that one of those things you don't realize you're doing until you skip back to the bench and you sit down and then you're like oh wow i was just like pumping up the crowd like bull <laughs> crate yeah. yeah
1: that's how it is exactly how it is
0: okay um the sharks they've they've had a lot of you know kind of young Swedes uh including Fabian Zetterlin and and uh and Jacob Peterson um both who required you know around the trade deadline last year um did you know those guys beforehand uh, I know you know it's kind of a very tight-knit group with, with the Swedes um did you guys know beforehand or have you kind of gotten a chance to get to know those guys a little bit
1: uh I, of course I knew what it was and <laughs> uh, I have seen them a couple times and talked a little bit but not that good but you know. After you get on the same team, and you sit at the same dinner table a couple of times. You get to know each other really good. So we, we, I think we hang out pretty much every day. Our guys there and then, and well, it was a little fun for me to speak some Swedish. It was <laughs> all year I've been speaking English, so it was fun too, to to finally speak some Swedish too.
0: All right, guys, before we continue with William Eklund, um, do want to thank you guys for, again for making a Lockdown Sharks your first listen, proudly a part of the Lockdown Network, where we cover your team every day. And if you want to be an everydayer, all you got to do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts or you can subscribe on YouTube. Uh, next week, uh, we have. One of the 2023 draft members uh, is scheduled to make his debut on the Locked on Sharks podcast. Um, It's going to be discussing that. Uh, Of course, anything that happens with Eric Carlson, we'll get you guys covered with that as well. Um, You know, so we'll probably start to hear soon, look into the rest of the Pacific Division, kind of see how the rest of the the division started with our uh as we start getting ready for training camp um so plenty of good stuff coming up on locked on sharks again wish you guys a following wherever you get podcasts or you can watch on youtube as well of course the other very famous swede uh eric carlson who's of you know a lot of trade rumors and stuff and i don't think that's gonna you and i do we can guess and talk about where he's gonna go uh or if he's gonna go anywhere but um how big i don't think we like in the united states understand how big uh, eric carlson is back in in sweden uh, i know he's been racking up some awards here with the victoria and then the golden puck uh, how how big of an icon is he actually back there home yeah no if you ask i think some guy you don't even have to know hockey
1: to if you ask about eric carlson i would say a lot of people know who it is and yeah, you know, he's just a big idol here. He's been a big idol for me, for my brothers, for my you know some of my friends. And they, you know, they ask he how it is to play with him, and it's he's he's just a good guy. It's mm-hmm. tell a
0: time. So uh, yeah, people don't understand how how big he is here. Um, I mean. How is it to play with them? Right? I mean, I know it's, uh, I think we, we joked after your first game, you know, he had a couple setups to you on the power play that you, you know, kind of whiffed on, but like, is it just because, I mean, he's so good, he, knew, you, he just finds a way to get you the puck, right? And you could be anywhere on the ice and the dude just finds you, right?
1: Yeah, you know, that. that's really the best way to describe it. You know, he can, he'd find me a couple of times. Like I, I just had to skate into an area and he would find me. <laughs> so you know that's that's big of adapting time too like you have a demon who's gonna find you every time that's you know and that's a
0: great thing to score a goal forward so yeah it was just really cool to play with him um hopefully we'll see we'll see uh if he's back but it, it feels like it's probably he's he's going to be on to uh to different pastures as he's looking to win and I think uh, the sharks are looking to kind of build that new core with guys like you and musty and, and Will Smith. So um, let's talk about development camp. I know you didn't get to participate, but how important was it for you to be there? And as you said, try to be a leader um, on and off the ice for some of these young guys. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's really important. You know, I I tried to, to be there. I think that's a
1: good thing for me to be there and also say hello to the guys who came in there Mm -hmm. and, know talk to to will and musty and those guys just try to welcome them and i i knew a little bit how it is to be around there i've been there one year now and try to you know show them a little bit around and stuff like that so i think that's also a big big thing for our future you know friendship and stuff and as teammates so it's it's
0: it's an important thing for me to be there is it you just want you were missing chipotle really bad and you had to get back to the states for a little bit i think i had it like four times that week so
1: it was it was it was a couple of times there. So it was same order every time. It's still still is good.
0: Uh, I know that's you're gonna be like the my the coffee shop next to me at work, they know my order. Like when I come in. Are you gonna be like that soon? They're gonna be like, Oh, Will's here, let me just get started with it, hopefully. That's the plan, but, right?
1: Yeah, that's that's how it was pretty much this year. A little bit. I had <laughs> I had one pretty close to Ali last year. So yeah, it was it was pretty much how it was.
0: <laughs> that's good. You know, it's if you know what you like, just get the same thing, right? You don't want to deviate. So uh, I'm the same way, right? If I know what I want from the restaurant, why why try something new if you know exactly what you're going to get? So um, Quentin Musty and Will Smith, right? The, the first round picks from this year's camp. Um, what would you think? great i know musty musty was very impressive during rookie i know you probably wouldn't have gotten to play cuz all the all the older guys you know robbins and uh, Bordello and you know gush and those guys didn't play but and you probably wouldn't have gotten to play either but uh, what what was your thoughts on on those guys you know especially like musty with his two goals um like that dude's big man and he can move right
1: <laughs> yeah that's i think he's he's going to be good you know a big piece of the future mm-hmm. and you know when i talked to him too he sounds like a humble guy and 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 I think that's the most important thing too. you know he's a he's a good guy, and also a great player out there. and so it's it's just gonna be fun to see that both of them will will was also obviously a good guy too. so it's just fun to see them out there and playing. so hopefully it will be a fun future,
0: uh will Smith looks really fast. is he like is he as fast as he looks on at least on on yeah? He's a fast guy. <laughs> He's a fast guy. So I know they're uh, Musty is, is gonna be going back to Sudbury and Will Smith's gonna be playing at Boston College, but I don't think it's gonna be very long until we start to see see some of these guys um, you know, kind of making their impact here. So um get chat here with this last question. So you spent the entire season in, in the Bay Area. Um, other than Chipotle, what, what was your kind of your favorite place to go or hang out when you had some 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 downtime?
1: Uh I found a good spot in Campbell that I really liked an Italian mm-hmm. spot, 360 something, and it was, that was my favorite spot that I went to a couple of times just to, it's a good Italian spot, a good, good Italian food mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed. So that was a, a really good spot.
0: Gotcha. Um, well, th- thank you so much as always, uh, uh, you know, for hanging out with us. Uh, best of luck with the the rehab and we'll hopefully we'll see you here at training camp ready to go. And you're going to be uh pretty you know most likely we fingers crossed uh, as, as you know opening night uh you know opening night for the sharks and uh looking forward to to seeing that first real real rookie season out of you this year and um you know being being as awesome as as we think you're going to be so but um thanks again man thank you a lot appreciate it guys i hope you enjoyed my conversation with william ecklin um you know i think the big thing right is he was playing with a shoulder injury for most of the season um and you know i think he elected to have surgery for the long-term health of of himself but um you know this was something that was bothering him all year long and he still played really really well for the the barracuda um was one of their most consistent performers all season long so um you know hopefully the the shoulder situation we can you know put it behind him and um continue to grow and develop and I, I fully expect him to be a shark as long as the shoulder um you know no setbacks going into training camp but i think he's going to be on the opening night roster and he should be on the opening night roster um for the Sharks. i think he's going to be their one of their top you know uh probably fourth right now on fourth or fifth on the depth chart at least among forwards right you you go probably hurdle couture Duclair and then bear banoff um right now I was how I would kind of rank them at the moment but um you know Eklund he's going to be a big, big piece for the Sharks going forward and I think this is this year we're going to see you know it's, it's been a bit of a wait for us as Sharks fans but i think this is the year we're going to see like okay this is this is why you drafted william ecklin at seven overall and i think we're gonna you know i i i think a, you know 15 goal season and you know 40 45 points as a rookie would be a really really good start for for him um you know and especially if he's playing with a guy like hurdle or couture all, all season long so um That's going to be it for me today again thank you to william uh for for coming on and being so gracious with his time um it's become a yearly tradition every summer getting william Eklund to get to come on the podcast and it doesn't seem like it's going to end so at least uh as long as i keep doing this i think he'll be more than happy to come on every summer and and kind of continue to answer my dumb questions so um again thank you thank you to william um Thank you guys for, again, making Locked on Sharks your first listen. Um, You can, of course, follow the show wherever you get podcasts. Um, You can also – you should be watching on YouTube as well. Um, And then you can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Locked on Sharks. You can follow me on Twitter and threads at MyFryHole. And until next week, bye, friends.